This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. It is Tuesday, May 11th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, the Savage One, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, how you doing today? I like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> I'm doing good, buddy. It's good to be back. Uh, happy. Uh, we missed our one year. Uh, last I was week. Gone last week. I was in Orlando. And I was on vacation. And uh, we are back. New episode. It is May 11th. Uh, a little older, and uh, the show is newer. Yeah, you know, had a couple milestones last week. It was your birthday on Monday. It was our one-year anniversary for this show on Tuesday, and uh, you celebrated in probably the best way possible uh, at the Magic Kingdom uh, over there in Walt Disney World. It was actually at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that soundbite pulled up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was at Walt Disney World. It was awesome. I was... Uh, at uh let's see disney studios on monday and then the magic kingdom no is that epcot and magic kingdom on tuesday so very cool did you visit the animal park at all no no we didn't go to that one okay all right no so it's kind of weird with the whole covid thing so some kind of downsides right now we're gonna like i'm sure all the good stuff is happening in the next couple weeks there because they just lifted the mask mandate in florida while i was out there but private properties and companies could still enforce it. So Disney was still doing it. And you had to wear it outdoors, which was kind of weird. Holy hell. It was, it was awful. It was super – it was worse than when I went in February to – or uh, Universal. It was just really muggy and hot. Uh, there they uh, – you had to wear the masks or you would had to leave the park. So you had to do that. And then, uh, yeah, you, you have to go to your reserved park first. And you can't park hop until 2 p.m. So by the time you even use the crappy Disney transportation to get over to Animal Kingdom, it's just a headache. So yeah, we, just, yeah. didn't, we yeah. just didn't bother with it. That yeah. makes sense. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about theme parks uh, in an upcoming segment. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Tony, have you ever considered faking your own death? Mm. I like turtles. <laughs> no I never for most have. reasonable people you'd say no right nah, yeah it's a no for most normal 
<laughs> and I'm, I'm kind of a weird dude, but I would say no. Well, that all goes to say that uh, the, mu- the Massachusetts man who authorities allege faked suicide to evade prosecution on charges that he lied to secure federal stimulus loans agreed this week to plead guilty to conspiring to commit bank fraud. David Stavely of 53 of Andover on Thursday agreed to pl- uh, in a plea agreement filed in the U.S. District Court to admit to two of the seven counts he faces, conspiracy and failure to appear in court. In exchange, federal prosecutors will dismiss counts of bank fraud, making false statements to influence the SBA, and aggravated identity theft, which carries a mandatory minimum sentence of two years in prison. Why would they drop those? That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Right. Stavely, who's also known as Kurt D. Sanborn or David Sanborn, faces up to 40 years in prison. Authorities say they recovered Stavely's vehicle with its doors unlocked and a key in the ignition in June near a beach in Quincy, Massachusetts. Stavely's wallet with credit cards and his Massachusetts driver's license were in the vehicle, along with a typed and signed suicide note. Massachusetts State Police attempted to locate his body, but concluded that he had faked his death and fled to avoid prosecution. Investigators eventually located him in Georgia in a minivan with California plates. At the time, he was in possession of multiple forms of identifications and ID badges bearing different names. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like uh, trying to fake your own death, your own suicide. There's no body. They're still coming after you. No. Burn. I just, that's just bad stuff there, man. You know, and it, back in the day before the internet, I'm sure it was a little bit easier to get away with that sort of thing. But now, I mean, there's information and cameras and so many ways that they can track you down, especially if you're not super, super careful. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. You're tracked. The minute you use a card or you get on a cell phone, you know, it's not hard. Yep. So like, it goes to yeah, it goes to say, if you're going to break the law, don't try to fake your death. You know, just own up to the consequences but it sounds like he's got a good lawyer because they essentially dropped all the stuff in on the bank fraud charges and now are just charging him with uh basically uh faking his own death which i don't know if that's uh more severe or not so well that's uh that's good i mean it's <laughs> still it's i don't know the whole faking your own death thing just seems like it's more uh a headache than yeah. anything but Exactly. Well, folks, it is Tuesday, and being that it's Tuesday, we've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. This is Taco Tuesday! As we do on Tuesdays, we have Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. We have a segment called More Theme Park Secrets. This is just for Tony. Our call-in topic today is, I thought of that first. What invention or idea do you swear you came up first and then saw later on? We have a segment called Hacking Through Life. We round out the day with This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Behold my process. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, aha! Uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah! Full of exclusive loot, fun surprises, and delivered to your door every month! Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy! Haha! <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! Yeah. 
Rouses! With crits starting as low as 11.99 per month, those are facts just about for all collectors in. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, dig Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And we have a little thing that we talk about a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to call in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you tried to fake your own death and uh, either you're sitting in prison or you got away with it. We want to hear about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and you know what that means. Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is May 10th, 2021. Here's your Filippo Fast Five. It's May 11th. What did I say it was? May 10th. (laughs) May 10th? Oh, that was my cheat. That was my notes for May 10th yesterday. Sorry, my bad. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it is May 11th, I guess. Yeah. So Tawny Katain, White Snake video icon. uh, She is dead at 59 as you heard in the little news segment, um, the cause of death is still yet to be released, but those close to her fear it had something to do with seductively dancing on the hood of a car at her late age. I like how that was added. That was good. I heard a guy say that once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was in, what, three White Snake videos and two rat album covers. And She's always really on a hood. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm sensing drugs or something bad. Probably. So, uh, yeah. It's just my thought. I Either way, sad. Seth Rogen ends working relationship with James Franco amid misconduct accusations. Um, also, in the that was in the notes. Um, they said we weren't that close, anyways. <laughs> yeah, right. They were in a lot of movies and stuff together. So yeah, over twenty projects. Yeah, definitely. He was definitely close to do twenty projects. So Idris Elba and Sam Hargrave to team up for an action thriller called stay frosty metallica wrote and they have written over 10 new songs during lockdown so expect a new metallica album hopefully in the next year or so as they have a lot written down so um which what else are you gonna do during lockdown but make music so we should uh expect a lot of uh we expect a lot of new music albums and uh, a lot of babies. That's that's what happens during lockdown. You write, you eat, <laughs> so you gain you gain weight, right? And or you make babies. So, um, are you prepared for the need? Are you? Wow, this let's try this again. I am. I'm a little off my game today, so a little scripty. Um, <laughs> do you have the need? Do you feel the need for speed? How's Always. your volleyball body looking these days? Just uh. 
You ready to get hit the danger zone? Because it's time to go back to the movie theaters as Top Gun returns to over 150 Dolby Digital Cinemas across the country for exclusive one-week engagement beginning May 13th. So that could if you want to catch the original Top Gun, uh, check your local theater and uh, should be playing. And we have to but wait till was... November for Maverick, right? Yeah, nah. which should have come out this month, I think. Yep. So, yeah, we're like in that slow, what's weird now, the April, you know, what used to be the old April where you get one or two movies and there's just like not a lot going on. So, but it transitions into a good thing because it is the box office report time. Um, And in this week's box office, we have a new number one. Um, Last week, we didn't do it. It was Mortal Kombat was the number one movie last week. Uh, But this one is uh, movie growers were craving a bit of action this weekend as they got their fix with Wrath of Man, starring Jason Statham, put it on top of the box office with an estimated $8.1 million. The latest from Guy Ritchie reunites Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, and Revolver actor Jason Statham. Statham? Jeez Louise. (laughs) Statham for an armored truck heist. As expected from filmmaker, the thriller... Also includes plenty of bullets, machismo, twist, and snappy dialogue. The new R-rated movie also features Josh Harnett. Didn't know he still made movies. Right. Holt McCallney and Jeffrey Donovan among the mainly the manly cast. Opened international a couple weeks ago, so it has a worldwide total of 25.6. Um, so not bad. It just starts out and then... Uh, your number two movie this week was uh, Demon Slayer, the movie Mugen, Mugen Train, which is an anime, which mm. is freaking killing it at the the box office. It's did three point five million this last week, bringing in its total to thirty nine point six. Wow, which I think is pretty huge for a movie I've never even heard of. So, but most people haven't. So, I mean, there's such a yeah. rabid anime audience that uh, they're going out to see it. Sounds like a couple times. Yeah, it's playing. It's playing here in Fort Collins. I saw it uh, advertised at uh, in one of the theaters when I went yesterday to see Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it was the number three movie, two point three seven, uh, bringing its total of thirty seven point eight. Godzilla versus Kong uh, brought in one point nine three million, uh, bringing its total to ninety two point nine. Uh, Raya, Raya and the Last Dragon brought in one point eight six. million total so far. Um, I'm surprised at Disney. There wasn't a lot of advertisement there for it. There was some, but Mm -hmm. not not as much as I thought there would be. Yeah, you'd think they'd be pushing it a little bit harder. Yeah. I wonder what it's done on the streaming because, you know, it's... uh, Because that, you could stream that at a premium price and uh, who knows. Separation, uh, 1.7 million, brought its total to 3.37. New movie called Here Today, which uh, that one actually stars uh, Billy Crystal. And Tiffany Haddish, right? And Tiffany Haddish, yeah, which is strange. Um, Brought in 0.9 million. That's it. It was a new new movie, brought in 0.9. Poor Billy. At least he's doing something. Yeah. And no, Billy Crystal still did movies, so that's awesome. Um, Probably won't see it, though. I don't know anything about it. No. Uh, the movie Nobody is still going strong, 0.76 million, bringing its total to 24.6. Uh, The Unholy, starring Negan, 0.73, bringing its total to 14.1. And Tom and Jerry, the one to kick off the whole movie, come back to the movie theater craze, 0.426, bringing its total to 44.7 million. 
pretty impressive run thus far, but it is at the bottom of the 10. So it should go the way of the war with grandpa here soon. Right. So, <laughs> you know, and then uh, we've got coming out this week in theaters, uh, the woman in the window, those who wish me dead, which is Angelina Jolie. I've been seeing trailers for that. It actually looks yeah. pretty cool. And it's going to be on yeah, HBO that- max as well. Oh, cool. But yeah, that, that'll come out on the 14th, so on Friday. Uh, Spiral, the book of Saw with Chris Rock, that comes out on Friday. Ooh. That looks awesome. It's getting pretty good reviews. And uh, some movie called Profile, which I saw the trailer for during Mortal Kombat, uh, about a girl, a journalist that has to find out how to get into the uh, Taliban, Muslim. So she portrays to be like she was going to be a radicalist. I don't know. It... It looked kind of intense. Not something I'd want to see in theaters, but didn't look that bad. All right. I mean, you kind of the trailer kind of tells you what's going right. on. So, <laughs> but that comes out Friday. So that is your box office report and a little sneak peek of what's coming out on Friday. Now that we actually get movie releases, so that's good. Uh, speaking of movie releases, too, um, yesterday we were treated with a trailer and a poster drop for Venom: Let There Be Carnage. So. Uh, it's directed by Smulders, Andy Serkis, uh, from a screenplay from Kelly Marcel. The film stars Tom Hardy. Um, he also worked on the script as well. As journalist Eddie Brock, he becomes the anti-hero Venom when coded with a alien symbiote. He's joined in the cast by Woody Harrelson as a serial killer, Cletus Cassidy, who becomes the... Is it symbiote? Symbiote? Symbiote. I don't know why. Symbiote. Symbiote-coded villain, Carnage. Michelle Williams returns as Eddie's ex, Anne. Naomi Harris as Carnage's accomplished Shriek. Reed Scott as Dr. Dan Lewis, Anne's boyfriend. And Stephen Graham and Sean Delaney in unspecified roles. So, um, yeah, it, the trailer looked awesome. Um, Sony didn't release an official uh, Let There Be Carnage uh, hypnosis. Um but uh, it looks cool. It's got uh, the inside teeth of uh, Carnage and uh, Venom coming right into it. So, yeah. It um, trailer looked cool. Looks like it'll be a fun ride. You know, they start out on a comedic note, which is awesome. And, uh, yeah, it seems like it'll be <laughs> even better than the first one. I think uh, Andy Circus has a lot to do with that. Yeah, it uh, it looks like a fun ride. Judge up. What? <laughs> So, me mrs jen no we don't eat mrs jen what so yeah you can watch the trailer there um definitely uh looks like a good movie it'll be out in september uh masters of the universe star noah centino exits the he-man role so now the company is trying to find somebody to bring prince adam and he-man to life on the big screen for a new generation Collider first reported the news in a bombshell that Aaron and Adam Nee's task in directing the movie just got a whole lot harder without their main star. There have been a lot of writers attached to the projects over the years. David Goyer tried his hand at early in the process. Christopher Yost also had a crack at it. Even Iron Man writers Matt Holloway and Art Markham had a go. But without Centineo, they run up against one of the biggest obstacles of all. Who will play He-Man? He's the biggest part of the project outside of Skeletor. Without the right man leading the role, it could prove it could prove disastrous for the project forward. I, I'm a rusty mess today. <laughs> Holy cow. It, reading in general is 
is a bitch. It has today. been 11 days, so it's uh, like getting back Oof. on the bike a little bit. It is rusty. Oof. I apologize. But, uh, yeah, so what's your take? Uh, should they should they even move forward with this thing? Should they just let it go? I'd say if it was a bigger name actor that had left the role, it might be a little bit of a toss-up. But I've never heard of the guy, and I don't can't say, you know, yeah, he was the perfect you know person for the role. No, it sounds like find somebody else who's buff and can do a decent job acting, at least better than Dolph Lundgren did. And uh, you know what? Move on yeah. with it. Get one of the Hemsworth boys. Exactly. You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be good. But that's it for your entertainment news. Sorry, it was a little rocky and rusty. Let's uh, spark on over to the birthday, shall we? It's my birthday! Incredible Hulk and Watchmen actor Tim Blake Nelson turns 56. Girl Meets World actress Sabrina Carpenter turns 21. Burn Notice actor Jeffrey Donovan turns 52. Titanic and Unforgiven actress Frances Fisher is 68. This is the end and the interview director Evan Goldberg turns 38. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia actress Mary Elizabeth Ellis turns 41. Romstein drummer Christoph Schneider turns 54. The animal singer Eric Burden turns 79. Uh, model and TV personality Block China turns 32. And finally, Patriots quarterback and strange hat aficionado. Thank you for that. Cam Newton turns 31. Those are your celebrity birthdays for May 11th. Also, congratulations to my cousin Michaela, who just gave birth to her baby girl at uh, 1 o'clock this morning. So, awesome. Congrats. Welcome to the world. Congratulations. Well, folks, when we come back, it is time for Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Of course, now we are also on TV streaming platforms. Uh, so if you've got Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, soon LG, Samsung, PlayStation, Xbox, just go over and download the NGBN.TV app, and you can find the Phoenix Media Channel there and watch us live from the comfort of your own home. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Twitter and Instagram at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony Spark 81. That's S P A R K, and then the number's 81, or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now, folks, it is Tuesday, and as we do on Tuesdays, we like to talk about Animal Tales, sponsored by, sponsored by boy, words aren't just tough for you today, Tom. <laughs> tough for me, too. Sponsored by RoughRiders.org, which is a local 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to the transport of dogs from the outlying rural shelters where they may not have a chance, bringing them here to the Reno metro area, working with uh, local shelters and rescues to find them homes, give them a second chance at life. If you want more information, go over to RoughRiders.org. That's R-U-F-F-Riders.org or on Facebook at Rough Riders Saves. 
With that being said, let's go ahead and get on into Animal Tales. Dogs and the cats, they take up the middle where the honeybee hums and the cricket fiddles, the donkey prays and the bony neighs, the old great badger sighs. Listen to the bass, it's the one on the bottom where the bullfrog croaks and the hippopotamus moans and groans with the big to-do and the old cow just goes moo. Great way to kick off a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get into our first story in Animal Tales. Yeah! It's not unusual for rocks and other debris to crash through a windshield and injure a driver or passenger. But a turtle? A 71-year-old woman riding with her daughter in Florida's Interstate 95 suffered a gashed forehead Wednesday when a turtle smashed through the windshield of their car, striking her. The daughter pulled over and got help from another motorist. According to a 911 recording, both were surprised by what they found. There was a turtle in there. The man can be overheard saying, A turtle, the exclaimed daughter. Uh, the daughter exclaimed, An actual turtle? The gash drew a lot of blood, but the woman was not seriously hurt. The turtle was likely crossing the interstate and got knocked into the air by another vehicle. I swear to God, this lady has the worst luck of anything, the daughter told the 911 operator as she tended to her injured mother. The turtle, on the other hand, had the best luck of anything. It was just had a few scratches on its shell and was released back into the nearby woods, Port Orange Police Officer Andre Fleming said. So, uh, turned out good for the turtle. Luckily, it you know could have been worse for the motorist. But uh, yeah, you know, you're driving through Florida, you got to watch out for turtles and alligators and. Uh, I like turtles. People on bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like turtles. <laughs> I love that soundbite. I do too. That's awesome. Let's move on with our next story in Animal Tales. Uh, Clark County, not Nevada, Clark County, Oregon. Firefighters said a large African cat bit a firefighter helping to extinguish a blaze Sunday at a home in the uh, Felita neighborhood north of Vancouver. Clark County Fire District 6 officials said a fire broke out out the back of the single-story home Sunday, then spread to the home's attic. The homeowner was trying to douse the flames as firefighters arrived. Firefighters got the fire under control within 25 minutes, but at least one encountered the serval, a savannah wildcat native to sub-Saharan Africa, and suffered a minor injury from a bite to the fingers. Officials estimated the cat weighed 60 to 70 pounds, though the cats typically weigh about 40 pounds in the wild. With the fire out, the firefighters decided to close up the house with the cat inside until the homeowner and animal control officers could contain it. It was later captured safely. Fire district officials said the serval was unharmed, just a little bit freaked out. Um, yeah, you know, why are people keeping African wild cats in their homes, especially if, you know, public service has to get in there? You know, who knows what this thing could have done to them if it got really scared? Yeah, oof. That's the thing. When animals are they're in fight fight or flight mode, oof, you gotta be careful. Real careful yeah. there. And in a fire, they're definitely in that fight or flight mode. So uh Yeah. You know, luckily again, it could have been worse for everybody involved, but everybody was safe and happy and healthy and you know, hopefully uh some sort of sanctuary takes on this uh serval because uh, it doesn't belong in a home. No, Sp- definitely not. Speaking of which, let's move on to our last story in Animal Tales. <laughs> A tiger was spotted roaming around a Houston neighborhood Sunday, terrifying neighbors and passerbys, uh, the Houston Police Department told NBC News. And no, this isn't Tiger Woods who crashed his car in Houston. This is uh, an actual tiger. The tiger was seen wearing a collar and prowling around outside of a home when an off-duty sheriff's deputy encountered the wildcat, seemingly in response to sightings from neighbors. 
The encounter was caught on video by a neighbor, according to local NBC affiliate KPRC. In the video, the sheriff's deputy can be seen pointing a gun at the tiger as the animal slowly walks toward him. Then, an unidentified man is seen luring the tiger back into his property and into the house. Witnesses said the man was pleading with the deputy not to shoot. He came up to the tiger himself and leaned down and kissed the tiger and then took him by the collar. An onlooking neighbor told KPRC. It is unclear if the man is the owner of the tiger. Seems pretty likely, though. And it has not been determined whether the apparent owner of the animal face any charges. No one was hurt during the encounter. Tigers are not allowed in the city of Houston, but they are legal in the surrounding Harris County if properly registered under a strict set of rules and safety guidelines, including holding, <laughs> including holding a $100,000 in animal insurance, keeping the tiger secured at least 1,000 feet from another home, school, or child care facility. The sheriff's deputy that encountered the tiger made a call to the Houston Police Department during the incident to alert them. But by the time the police arrived, witnesses said the tiger had been taken away. Texas law does allow the private ownership of tigers and other dangerous wild animals, but applicants must register with their sheriff and file paperwork with the state, as well as follow strict caging requirements. And then I did see a little uh, update on this that the owner had been arrested because, surprise, surprise, he didn't legally have that tiger in his house. Ah. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it's it's terrifying. It's so exotic too, man. Yeah, yeah. Why do you you don't need to own a tiger? Like that, no one should own a tiger. No, nobody. No. I mean, a lot of people get them when they're cubs, think that they're cute, and of course, you know, they grow up and think, oh, you know what? I trained him really well. He's gonna love me forever until they bite off their face like uh, Roy Horn from uh, Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're wild animals. You, they're not meant. They're not meant to be pets. Nope. Not meant to be pets at all. Good nope. lord, man. <laughs> I'm in danger. And I'm going to post these on our Facebook page so you guys can check them out. But there is video of this tiger. And I don't know about you, but if I was that uh, police officer that encountered it, I'd be shaking in my boots. Yeah, no thanks. It, uh, <clears throat> I just read, too, this last week. I know it's not in Animal Tales, but uh, in Houston, of all places, uh, somebody plowed into like a uh, eight-foot alligator. Seriously. Or, I mean, it was a 10 foot alligator was crossing the road and they just, they hit it going like 60 miles an hour. Oof. It did not survive, but dude, they're just like, what the hell? Like it was in a remote area in the middle of uh, the outskirts of Houston, Texas. It's like, Oh, that's wildlife crazy, for you. Man. I mean, around yeah. here we've got uh boy, we've got coyotes that'll jump out in front of you. We've got deer. So uh, yeah, you just got to be aware if you're a driver, but uh, you know, that that's all part of living in yeah. nature. Yeah. Alligators you just don't expect in Texas. Florida exactly. all day long. So. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for Animal Tales. When we come back, we've got a segment called More Theme Park Secrets. Woo! Did that one just for Tony. Folks, uh, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, to the final segment of the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. But do not fret, there is still plenty ahead with our second hour, including our call-in topic of things that I thought of first. 
you know, maybe it's an invention, maybe it's an idea that you swear you thought of first, uh, but then saw at a later point in time. That's what we want to hear about. And uh, apparently uh, Tony's phone likes that uh, concept because it's a... Uh, no, it's my it's my laptop, oh. the one that's hooked up with the uh, soundboard. Ah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, the group message of my cousin's uh, baby, so you're getting a lot of a lot of responses. So it it won't do it no more. <laughs> I always mute my phone for it. So, well, folks. Um... Where was I? Oh, if you missed a portion of the show and you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Amazon, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, in this segment that I've titled More Theme Park Secrets, uh, as Tony mentioned at the top of the hour, he spent last week at uh, Walt Disney World and some of the uh, surrounding theme parks there. And, uh, you know, Disney always does it well. They take extra precautions as far as safety and health and, and really just the overall cleanliness of their theme park. But not can that buoy. The same cannot be said. <laughs> the same cannot be said for every theme park or uh, kid attraction out there. So, we have a number of uh, well, behind the scenes theme park secrets from employees that uh, may make you never want to go to a theme park again. But uh, you know what? Totally up to you. So let's go ahead and uh, go into our first one. This one from user newbie two says, don't ever go in the ball pits. Little kids track all sorts of food and grime into the pit and regularly pee in there since they confuse it for a pool. The balls are only cleaned once a week, and even then they are just put in a net bag and hosed off. You just keep spraying until the water stops coming off brown. (laughs) Wow, that's gross. They are then air-dried and not sanitized in any way. Yeah. Yeah, part of the reason that you don't find ball pits, I think, in any McDonald's locations anymore, most Chuck E. Cheese's have gotten rid of them. Um, They are just disgusting and unsanitary. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just something you don't ever think about. It's, uh, well, when you're a kid, you don't care. You just jump in. Exactly. Germs, you, like, when you're a kid, you really just don't care. Germs are germs, man. Yeah. But uh, as an adult and you know what's in there, oof, kids that poop their pants and they're in there all day. Yeah, no thanks. Pick their nose. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're a little more conscientious as an adult. Well, let's move on with our next uh, theme park secrets. This from Trogdor, a Burninator. Boy, there's a little call. Trogdor. This one about a sneaky carnival game says the park I worked at, the games were easier to win earlier in the day so that people would carry around the giant prizes and entice other people to play. Okay, that makes sense. Wow, that makes sense. Because you did see somebody every once in a while with the big animals and you're like, how they do that? And then you go do it and you ain't winning it. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because... Ones that you think are so easy, you know, you try, you can't get. And then the person who works it, of course, they're there eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours a day, every day. They're like, oh, yeah, it's this easy. And they do it, you know, without a problem. They're tough. (laughs) And and they're made to, you know, not be winnable, at least as much as possible. All right, let's keep moving on with more theme park secrets. Another one that uh, make make you wonder. This from Willow Whispered says, 
Former Six Flags employee, my park is the safest in the country because we call the rides down for rain, for vomit, for lost items that could be obstructing the track. So if a ride is down, it's probably not for a mechanical reason. Fair enough. I don't think I'd want to be sitting in somebody else's vomit if uh, they got uh, a little too sick on the ride. Yeah, it's just nasty because you know that happens. Yep. (laughs) And I'm certainly one who's lost my keys on a ride uh, at Disneyland. They didn't shut down the ride, but uh, luckily they found it on the track somewhere. And uh, we were able to go home because otherwise, no luck there. Yeah, that would have been bad, dude. (laughs) Let's keep rolling on, talking more theme park secrets. This one from JD Like Food. This one, uh, probably more for like a boomers type, uh, little type theme park that has go-karts. He said, I could individually control the speed of your go-kart. So if you were a dick to me, you were going to lose every race you were in. Yeah. Ooh. That's good to know. You know. That is good to know. Yeah, that's fancy. When you go go-karting, you think you've got the same advantage as everybody else. I wonder if maybe you can grease the operator a little bit and see if they can turn up the speed for you. Okay. Look nice today. Little 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 boost, please. Exactly. <laughs> Still little. Let's keep moving on. Talking more theme park secrets. This from Always a Groomsman goes back to something we were just talking about. Vomit with no visible blood is either cleaned up with a sawdust-like material to soak up the liquid and then swept into a dustbin or hosed off with a garden hose. The coaster seat or table is usually not sanitized or anything, so you are sitting in dried vomit. Luckily, I think the bigger theme parks like Disneyland are a little more conscientious of that, I'm sure. Yeah. We well, are. nowadays, they're really good about spraying off, wiping down, stuff like that. But. Good, good. All right. Uh, rolling on, more theme park secrets. This is from Tyler Vallow. Says, I worked at Dollywood when I was 18. Most ride Dollywood. Op- right. Most ride operators are minimally trained. I even accidentally pressed the harness release, panicked, and started the roller coaster. Should have seen people's faces as the train started rolling and harnesses popped open. Also, the software running the ride was Windows 95. This was 2006-2007 on a ride built in 2004. You know, it's funny. It makes me think of, uh, you know, the the summer carnival that would come every year. And we'd go and, you know, ride those rides knowing how now how rickety and shoddily put together and minimally trained the operators were you won't find me on those anytime soon no definitely especially the carnival ones you don't think about that again as a kid you just see carnival you're like oh, i want to go it looks fun as an adult you look at it you're like they put that together really fast yeah yeah and carnies are due carnies no offense but all the ones i remember seeing as kid as a kid they were really creepy. Well, now they're all from like Eastern Bloc Europe who, uh, you know, uh, they're Czech or Ukraine or, you know, and uh, they don't speak a whole lot of English. And, and uh, yeah, you know, definitely on, on the creepy side, not because of where they come from, but just because of sort of the lifestyle they chose. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> well, let's it's keep- the carny life. It's the hard life. Well, they've got small hands that smell like cabbage. So, um <laughs> Moving on with more theme park secrets. This from Calvino says, 
About eight years ago, I managed a whitewater rafting ride, the big donut tubes that can sit six people, as a side job while in college. One day, the water filter broke down. The managers kept the ride running for over two weeks anyway. The water smelled so bad and turned dark green brown. The inside of the raft smelled like a month-old porta potty. We were instructed to tell guests the water filter was broken, but the water was clean, which I'm pretty sure was a lie. Thankfully, being a shift later, I didn't need to go anywhere near the water, but I felt bad for my employees and the guests who rode despite looking obviously disgusted by the smell. Damn! <laughs> Gross. And again, you know, it's one of those things that... Uh, you know, near us, we've got a water park, and it looks like, for all intents and purposes, a fun, fun water park, but I'm apprehensive to go because of, you know, the stories you hear of kids peeing in the pool and, and you know, the quality of the water and, you know, getting weird diseases that haven't existed for 100 years. And it's like, you know, I'm good. You're not looking to go uh, to Wild Island anytime soon? Nope, nope, not for the water park anyway. All right, uh, rolling on. We got about three minutes left in this segment. Talking more theme park secrets. This from Sickberry says, "Overpriced and frozen, dropped on the floor and picked up with unwashed hands." They're talking about park food. My manager made me wash off moldy tomatoes to serve customers because she forgot to order the fresh food. Damn! Boy, it sounds like a lot of these places need some uh, stricter regulations or uh, you know health inspectors coming through because that's gross yeah oof. <laughs> you gotta definitely make sure you're staying on top of cleaning that stuff oh yeah yeah uh this next one along those same lines again from trogdor a burninator says worked a churro cart next to a large pond in the park at night it was impossible to keep the bugs out of the cinnamon and sugar bin <laughs> do you have that problem with your uh churro cinnamon and sugar at costco town no, Good. we don't. No. So gross. Ugh. And they're back now. Now they're they're they've returned for the first time since the pandemic. No kidding. You get you, churros are back. I don't know how good they are, but they're back. All right, all right. Yeah, I find at Costco they're hit or miss. They either don't have enough cinnamon sugar mix on them, or they've got too much, which is just the right amount. <laughs> right. Do you like how this is great? Well, let's roll on more theme park secrets. Uh, this from Treacherous Doge says. Kids poop in the wave pool constantly. All we do is clear it out for 10 minutes and let people back in. Yeah, Yeah, well, you got to think. You got that many people in a pool. People are pissing. People are pooping. Like, it's just, it's inevitable. There's a lot of snot. You think about all the kids that go under and they're trying to clear their nose and they're like, there's... It's gross. Right. All that stuff's gross. Yeah. And they've got filters, which, you know, if there's a couple people in the pool, sure, you know, it, it'll filter that stuff out. But hundreds of people, I don't know if it's working that well in about 10 minutes. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Uh, moving on. Talking more theme park secrets. This one for a uh, secret sign at Disney Parks. Maybe you witnessed it, Tone. From Pocket Asian says, if you see a costume character rub their eyes, it means they need to go backstage because they're going to pass out, feel sick, or are having some sort of costume malfunction. I had to do this twice as Lilo because that costume was freaking terrible. Damn! <laughs> I've seen that. I I didn't know why they're doing that, but I've seen them. I've seen a few of the characters do that. I would imagine not on this trip, but but in my runs. 
going there. And I would imagine in Florida, the middle of summer, they've got those hot costumes. And yeah, they've got little fans in there, but uh, they've got to be uncomfortable. I'm sure, you know, I've heard stories that they only come out at 10 minutes at a time to make sure that uh, people don't get too sick. Yeah, that makes sense because they got to do a lot of shows. There was a lot of annoying shows while we were there. Oh, I'm sure. Well, folks, that does it for the first hour of this show. Stay tuned with us uh, for the seven-minute break. Listen to the entertainment news. Use the potty. Grab yourself some tea and join us back here in about seven minutes. Seven. Fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness. Welcome back, folks, to the second hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Tuesday, May 11th, we are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, the savage one, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, are you ready for the fastest hour of the day? I sure am. Let's roll. And hi, Anders, by the way. Keeps waving at the screen. There you go. Crispy critters. Well, you did just spend a week with him, so uh, I think what uh, a essay. I think there's a little bond there. And, uh, you know, him waving at the screen is just Uncle Tony saying hello. There it is. It's good. So, but yes, I'm ready for the fastest hour. All right, folks. Well, this is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers on our topic of the day, which is why we give it usually 24 hours in advance. So that way you guys can chime in on the Phoenix line, 855 Phoenix Radio. Of course, you can always chime in live on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video there and comment. Or as we've been doing in the next segment, we'll open up the stereo app and uh, play a little stereo roulette, see who we get. But of course, if you want to join us and chat with us live, you can do so. Just head over to Stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media. Today's topic is, I thought of that first. What invention or idea did you, you swear you thought of it first, and then later on you saw it come out, and, uh, you know, it's it, you wonder if somebody was reading your mind, or maybe you took it to a point where you couldn't take it any further, and uh, somebody else somehow picked up rolled with it and now is making maybe millions of dollars off of it, or it's just something simple, maybe a simple life hack that people are using. Uh, Tony, in your case, does anything come to mind in that, uh, that sort of space? No, there was a long time ago. I used to think um, one day I, I was like in the early adaptation of like cell phones before they were touchscreen stuff. Um, I was like, oh man, it'd be so cool to play like portable video games where you could just touch the screen and you didn't have to have a controller 
and you had just touch screen motions. I thought about that way before it was a thing, but obviously I didn't invent it or anything. It just was one of those ideas in my head where I'm like, oh, that'd be a sweet idea if they did something like that. And they did. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and that's, yeah, what, worked out well. that's what we're talking about. It could be just something that you thought, oh, that'd be cool if it happened one day. And sure enough, it, it did. Uh, what brought it to me was I was talking to somebody about, uh, you know, I, I enjoy emerging technologies. Obviously, what we're doing here on Phoenix Media is, you know, pushing the boundaries of TV and radio. And uh, so I've always been interested in those sorts of things. Um, and then early on in uh, probably 2000. 8, 2009, I started playing with augmented reality. And, uh, you know, it was still early in those days and, you know, figuring out, uh, you know, how it worked and how the programming of it worked and, and what applications it could be applied for. And uh, one of the ideas I had was being able for like a furniture store, you to hold up your phone, you know, with the camera and look at your home and then you could place in there a piece of furniture or police a piece of art or, you know, a, a TV stand or something along those lines and see how it would look in your home live, obviously without it actually being there. And uh, unfortunately, at the time, people really weren't aware of what AR was. The technology wasn't quite there yet. So I sort of pushed it off to the side, figured, you know, I'll come back to it later. Sure enough, a lot of people came back to it later. And now, uh, you know, businesses like Ikea and Home Depot and Lowe's, they all have some sort of augmented reality that does exactly that. Allows you to see what something would look like in your home from the comfort of your home. I remember when we were uh, roommates and you were working on that. Yeah. Like you were doing that thing. Yeah. That was one of your projects. I do remember that. It was a lot of fun, but at the same time, it was just a little too early for uh, what people understood. And like I said, the technology wasn't quite there yet, but, uh, you know, fun to see it come to fruition. Unfortunately, I didn't benefit off of it, but uh, somebody <laughs> oh. else did. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, man. But, uh, you know, it is one of those things that, uh, you know, you had a creative idea and it's, you know, and but that's the thing, too. You don't know if other people have that idea, too, you know. Exactly. But, uh, you know, that's what infomercials are for. And people come up with some crazy gadgets that, uh, you know, they end up selling millions of dollars. Just ask uh, the ShamWow guy. Yeah. ShamWow now is good. Wow. This thing really cleans up and mops up. It's nuts. Bam. It's crispy. It's crittery. It's nuts. It's indubitably the best. <laughs> Didn't he also do Slap Chop? <laughs> yeah. I used to do the slap chop. Now I do the sham wow. Now I'm going to chop chop, mibbity mop, indubitably, doobity doo. Tony, we got to get you on, a, on an infomercial. Yep. Well, it's my calling. There you go. Well, folks, that's what we are looking for are ideas that you swear you came up with first. Maybe they were stolen from you. Maybe it was just a good idea that other people had, but that's what we're talking about. When we come back, it is all about you guys. So go ahead and chime in on our Facebook page. Join us on the stereo app or uh, text Tony if uh, you're one of our usual Phoenix fans. And uh, it's all about you when we come back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, uh huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot on surprises and delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. Ha <laughs> ha! 
from the original Loot Crate. The Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! Rouses! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are facts just about for all collectors in. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic of the day. If you do want to chime in, head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video there and comment, or in just a few moments, you can join us on the Stereo app at Stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media. Today's topic is, I thought of it first, something that, uh, you know, you either were working on, an invention, an idea, or something that you thought, hey, this would be cool if somebody ever did it, and sure enough, it came to fruition later on. They're making tons of money off of it. You're not, unfortunately, but uh, that is what we're looking for. Uh, before the break, Tony mentioned, uh, you know, how cool it would be able to play video games uh, mobily on a touch screen. Of course, now we can do that on our own uh, smartphones. And I was talking about a uh, AR augmented reality project that I was working on well before it was uh, into the mainstream. So those are the sorts of things that we're looking for. Now, Tony, I, I assume you reached out to our usual Phoenix fans. Don't know if you got any replies, but uh, if you did, go ahead and read them off. Yeah, it's uh, got one uh, from Mike. Um, years and years ago when him and his Uncle Monty would go to various sports events, they would always zoom in close with the digital camera on people on the sideline. All the time there would be someone who looked familiar or we were pretty sure was somebody famous. We couldn't quite place who they were we always wished there was some sort of system that could recognize a picture and tell you who it is now our phones do that every time we unlock them yeah yeah it's yeah. almost scary i mean they can f do facial recognition um boy the other day and i don't know if this was an update to ios but uh, i had sunglasses on and normally my phone won't unlock if i've got sunglasses on just because you know obviously it can't see my eyes or anything along those lines well, I lifted up my phone, sunglasses on, and sure enough, it unlocked. And so, uh, you know, I don't know if that's uh, a worrisome thing. Um, I know that they've made some adjustments for masks that, uh, you know, it'll unlock based off of, you know, your upper face. But uh, I didn't realize it did it for the bottom. Kind yeah, of that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's neat. It's neat the technology that's out there nowadays. Well, even with social media, um, that helps you out with things. Like you can kind of know who's in the same area you're in and things like that. It's, it's a little odd. Well, and even things that, you know, you take for granted a little bit, uh, like Amazon Prime Video. If you're watching along, if, you know, it, maybe it's an animated show and you want to recognize the voice or it's, a you know, an actor that you're like, they look familiar, but who are they? If you simply pause Amazon Prime Video, it'll show you the name of every actor who's currently in the scene. 
which makes it easier than having to go to IMDb on your phone, looking up the movie, trying to figure out who they are, who they play. Um, just those little conveniences that make life that much easier. That's crazy. I didn't know they did that. I, I don't watch too much of the Amazon Prime. I have the membership just like you and many others, but it's not one, not something I watch a lot of for some reason. There's some they have good, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's but, that new Tom Clancy movie with uh, Michael B. Jordan, Without Remorse. Um, one of my favorite new uh, animated shows called Invincible is out on there. Um, some good stuff. Well worth checking out, but the technology is awesome. Of course, the ability to voice command everything is sort of a throwback to you know Star Trek as well. Yeah, makes it easier. Voice, a good old voice command. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's funny. As you said that, you became uh, digitized and garbled. Um, oh, great. So. No, that's not good. I show all green, so hopefully that doesn't mess up. Yeah, just a little anomaly. Probably it knew you were going to talk about it and wanted to uh, right. add, add to what we were doing. Yeah, I was like, I ain't messing with it. So <laughs> Another one uh, as a kid that I always thought was funny is, uh, you know, I'd be sitting in a car and look at the car next to me and thought, you know, it'd be really cool if it looked like the wheels were still spinning, uh, you know, even if the car was sitting still. Of course, you know, later on we got the spinners, which became kitschy and weird and so glad that that has gone, you know, beyond. But uh, I always thought that that would have been a cool thing to see. It came to realization, but unfortunately uh, it was far less overwhelming than I expected. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, we do still have time. If you want to chime in on an invention or an idea that uh, you had thought of first, you can always, uh, you know, chime in on our Facebook page, click into the live video, or as we're about to do right about now, get into the stereo app. And uh, I don't have high hopes for today's topic as far as uh, people on stereo. Yeah, but I don't either, but... It should be fun, right? Exactly. Now, I do want to remind everybody that uh, the Stereo app is truly a live app. We pull people at random. So just like life, it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. So, uh, you know, if you're offended by some language or some things that people say, just have those earmuffs ready. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, let's go ahead and roll into the Stereo app and see, uh, you know, what we can get. Oh, apparently it's uh, making me... Except a whole bunch of rules. All right. All right. Except, except, except. All right. Searching for a new talker. Of course, it could be one of those days where just nobody's on, which that's always fun. Those are those are fun days where, where you want to have the interaction and you just don't. And there's just nobody there, or at least nobody willing to talk. So, uh, yeah, we're searching. They freak out. Oh, I'm on a radio show. I'm hanging up. <laughs> which is the whole point of the app to begin with is that, uh, you know, you're part of it. How are you doing? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. Apparently not reconnecting. Oh, how are you doing today? Hello. Hi. Hello. So we are talking about things that maybe you thought of first an invention, an idea, and then later see it, saw it come to fruition. Uh, anything come to mind for you of, you know, I thought of that first. Why you? All right. Also make sure Bye, that friends. you have a good connection. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He, he's got, he uses Xfinity. Probably. Yeah, we get people from all around the world. How you doing? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. Yo, what's up? 
Hey, so we are talking about things that maybe you thought of first, an invention, an idea that, uh, you know, maybe came to fruition later on in life. And uh, you're thinking, hey, I thought of that before they did. Oh, uh, damn. Not off the top, I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> That's all right. It's, you know, nope. sort of a, a specific topic. But uh, you know what? We appreciate you chiming in. And uh, drop us a follow. And uh, maybe we'll have you on on a, uh, a different topic. I no doubt. All right. Let's, Bye. Let's keep rolling on. Searching for a new talker. Like I said, I, I think this one was maybe a little specific as far as the call-in topics go. Uh, a lot to throw on somebody just fresh out of the gate. So uh, you should ask them if they saw Mortal Kombat, what they thought. <laughs> well, we know what we thought. In fact, uh, we're going to be recording our uh, Proton Pack after this, uh, which airs a little bit later. And we'll dive a little bit deeper into that. But, uh, <laughs> boy, yeah, you know, it's, it's searching, it's searching. And sure enough... Uh, one of those days that uh, nobody seems to be on. So, you know what I'm going to do just... is I'm going to shut down the stereo app. And uh, you know what, Tony? In the vein of uh, oh no, there we go. <laughs> oh no, oh no. We just take this time to go off script a bit and just just roll with it. Since uh, you're not getting much with the stereo app, piece. Yeah, like I said, life is like a box of chocolates. So is the stereo app. Don't know what you're going to get. In this case... I think with them, you got to give them a real easy, like an easy one. Like a softball pitch. Today's today's topic's topic's pretty tough. Yeah. Today's topic is, what did you eat for breakfast? Go. Uh, So far, nothing. (laughs) You've had some tea, Tom. No, just uh, just a sip. I didn't have tea prior to the show. (laughs) I always make sure that uh, I eat a full breakfast before the show. That way I'm, I'm ready to go. I get up two hours before the show starts anyway. So, you know, usually it's a breakfast sandwich and tea and orange juice and uh, get some protein in the body. So uh, didn't think we'd be uh, cycling into what we eat for breakfast, but sure enough, there's. <laughs> there, there, there you go. You you have a you have a big course breakfast and I have uh, uh, tea. It's about it. Not well, even a zip this today. Right. And Toad, I know you're a lot like I am where, you know, I'll basically have one big meal of the day. You know, I'll have breakfast really kind of snack throughout the day and maybe dinner later on um yeah i i I don't know about you i can't do three square meals a day anymore uh it's hard it's definitely hard to do it it's not it's not easy sometimes you think more uh michael had pizza and anders had baby cereal all right pizza for breakfast so we got ass pizza for breakfast (laughs) can't go wrong with pizza for breakfast man hey Again, it shows that if we throw a softball uh, question out there, uh, you know, even those listening will chime in right away. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Hey, it's great stuff. <laughs> well, but yeah, no, it is hard to eat three meals a day nowadays, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And especially when your metabolism isn't quite what it used to be. You know, if you eat three square meals, uh, you know, you'll be job at the tone sooner rather than later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't want that. <laughs> well, I think this is a good point uh, to finish up our off script our uh, call-in topic and uh, you know what we'll do is we'll head on to the commercial when we come back we've got a segment called hacking through life yes more fun life hacks so uh, don't go anywhere <laughs> we'll be right back
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've got a little thing we talk about a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our call-in topic of the day, which we just sort of finished up. Uh, a little more specific yeah. than general, but... Uh, Breakfast! <laughs> Annabella had a toaster strudel today. Ooh, yummy. Ah, toaster strudel. But if you do want to leave a message, give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, this is typically the time when I would let you guys know the call-in topic for tomorrow's show, but I forgot to put one together. So... <laughs> oh man see 11 days off I know. throws it off a smidge right <laughs> so a couple hours check our facebook page at facebook.com forward slash christian phoenix radio from there it'll be posted on what our call-in topic is for tomorrow we'll make it a little bit easier a little less specific maybe not what a soft- summer movie are you looking forward to most yeah maybe not as uh, easy as what you eat for breakfast, but, uh, you know, yeah. somewhere in between of what we had and where we ended up. So <laughs> yeah. Gotta be easy. with that being said, uh, you know, figured that uh, every once in a while, we like to give you guys uh, little life hacks, things that you can do that, uh, you know, may be uh, super easy, something that uh, you never really thought of before, but uh, make your life that much easier given, uh, you know, whatever the circumstance might be with that, uh, calling this segment hacking through life good job had to make sure i found the uh, right soundbite for that one so uh hacking through life life hacks some of these i agree with others i don't this first one i absolutely do um, especially as we're getting into the summer season says whenever you accidentally set off your smoke alarm give your pets a treat so they learn to come to you when there actually is a fire and you need to escape that makes a lot of sense you know uh I I don't know if you have the same problem we do, Tone, but uh, in the oven, when things kind of spill over and they sit at the bottom a little bit, uh, we'll be cooking. And then sure enough, you open the oven and a plume of smoke comes out, sets yep. off the smoke alarms. And of course, our dogs hate it. They go scrambling away. This is brilliant. <laughs> if that happens, give them a treat and then go over there with a you know blanket or a sheet, you know, trying to it off. Yeah. wave it off. You know, my... I have a defective, like, uh, nah, it's not defective, it works, but the uh, smoke alarms outside the bedrooms, like, are not far from the shower, so if you take a, a really hot shower with the door open and the steam goes out, oh, it, it no. triggers the alarm. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you got to create a little shield around it, uh, you know, just to yeah. divert that it's steam. super sensitive, so it's like, uh, is it really burning? Nope, you're just in a hot shower. Exactly. All right, uh, let's move on with our next Hacking Through Life. Good job. Useful life hacks. Uh, This one I absolutely do not agree with, and uh, Tony, I think you'll also agree with me on. says, there is absolutely nothing wrong with showing up to work, doing the absolute minimum to maintain a job, and going home and enjoying your life. Massive lifesaver to one's mental health. Uh, You know, I would argue, show up to work, do your best, don't put in it, any extra time unless you absolutely have to. And when you're home, don't bring your home uh, or your work home with you. Uh, 
but this is a terrible idea showing up and just doing the absolute minimum. I mean, unless you're working nah. at McDonald's or Burger, Burger King, take some pride in your work. Burger King. Burger. Uh, <laughs> Burger King. Welcome to Bubba King. Home of Wapa. Um, yeah, no, there's a lot of people that just do that anyways. I, you, you see it and you're just like, geez, Louise. Like, we have one guy and he's not there no more. But, like, the guy is, he was just like, Oh my gosh. Like not even the bare minimum. <laughs> it was like, it was more of a headache to have them there if anything. So well, but, Co- uh, Costco's got some lax rules when it comes to that. So it's, you know, anymore, man. Yeah. You, you can't even, uh, you know, I, I, I would say write him up or, or uh, you know, have a talking to with him about it without uh, some sort of consequences. Oh, I did. He was, he, he, I made him cry because I, I talked to him in a mean voice. I am mean daddy voice. You're mean. So evil tone. You didn't use your fun kid voice. Um, yeah, no, but that's, I agree with the, if we go back on track with it, I agree, you know, go in, do your job, give it your best. And then when it's time to go, go. And don't take it home with you. I think those are great rules to live by. Unless you're a management wife, then that's just not how that goes. Yeah. And I find myself as a little bit of a workaholic. I work 10 to 12 hours a day anyway. So this mentality is just beyond me. I couldn't imagine doing just the bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. I I never just do the bare minimum. Let's keep moving on. Hacking through life. Useful life hacks. Good job. This one is brilliant, especially for me. I have the hardest time remembering people's names that I just met. Now, I'm an encyclopedia of knowledge when it comes to movie actors, directors, character names, things along those lines. But people I just met five minutes ago, chances are I forgot it. So it says, if you've forgotten an acquaintance's name, just ask them what their name is. And after they tell you, say, no, your last name works like a charm and they never suspect a thing. That's brilliant. Because I'm always like, hey, you yeah <laughs> hoping somebody else will say it yeah i have that problem with uh, the ones that don't wear their name badges at work because i pride myself in trying to learn their names but sometimes you learn a lot of people like and it's hard to keep up with it like we have a you know we have one guy in the meat department it's hard to keep up because i don't know his name and i'm like uh, hey man hey dude and he always hey tony how's it going i'm like Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, sport. Good. Hey, champ. Yeah, yeah. So, and then I, I get confused at Mike. What was his name? Michael or is it John? Because it's one of those. His name's Michael. It's one of those it now, biblical but, names, right? Yeah, but at, the, but at the time, I'm just like, hey, what's up, bro? Hey, bud. You know, <laughs> you, you just that. Uh, hey, man. You, you should call him Meat Boy. There you go. Yeah. Sometimes I do call uh, people the wrong names, and I'm like, Oh, gosh. Yeah. Hey, and the mic. Sorry. I know that's not your name. <laughs> I do have brain farts where it does that. I blame it on the old age. You know, what's hilarious is I give uh, Jesse crap all the time because she knows people's names, but they're just slightly wrong. So she'll be talking about, you know, oh. celebrity names and be like, oh, man, I'm looking forward to, to that new Brad Pot movie. Obviously, she knows who Brad Pitt is, it's just, yeah. but always just slightly off, and it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's keep moving on. Hacking through life. Yeah. Useful life hacks. Good job. Here's another good one. Uh, if at a place where you don't speak the language, learn the words for please and thank you. Those in a smile will get you far. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to account for 
all the different languages that are out there. But if you know, please and thank you, that'll go a long way to people appreciating you actually trying. Yeah. It just it goes a long way. Just being uh, polite, treating everybody uh, with respect, and uh, you know, just being nice about it. it definitely goes a long way. Yep, yep. Let's keep moving on. Hacking through life, useful life hacks. Good job. Here's one that uh, you know. Part of what I do is an animal rescue, and luckily I've never had to use this before. But it says if you're ever attacked by a dog, push your forearm into the bite. This pries the jaws apart and prevents them from clamping down. If a dog is attacking you, the best thing you can do is offer your forearm, push it as far back as possible, and then grab the dog by the scruff of its neck with your other hand to hold it. The dog is now functionally muzzled, and you have control of its head. The sooner and harder you push into the bite, the less damage the bite will do. A uh, good piece of advice. I've always heard that uh, you can always stick your finger in their butthole, too, and uh, <laughs> that'll get them to release as well. Yeah, no, just the forearm one seems more practical. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, hacking through life. Useful life hacks. Good job. Here's one, Tony, you could have used if you went to the animal park at Disney. It says, wear the same colors as the zoo employees. The animals will come right up to you. That's brilliant. Uh, maybe not if you're at the uh, tiger or uh, bear enclosure, but, uh, you know, maybe some of the friendlier animals, uh, That'd be cool. Have them, you know, come up to you because they think you're somebody that's going to feed them or show them care. Right. That's smart thinking. Never thought of that. <laughs> All right. Let's keep moving on. Hacking through life. Useful life hacks. Good job. Here's one uh, talking about, uh, you know, the mental state of folks, especially now, uh, you know, in, in the COVID world. Luckily, we're starting to get out of that a little bit. But it says uh, if you feel suicidal or depressed, don't focus on hope. It is enough to just stay curious. Curiosity has the power to keep you alive far longer than hope ever will. Curiosity leads to engaging work, and this leads to opportunity. It's a great way to look at it. You know, hope is one of those things that, uh, you know, it's like throwing a penny into a wishing well. Yeah, you can hope for your wish to come true. But if you have curiosity and seek out things to keep your brain active, that might be uh, better suited. Absolutely. Because then you have something to kind of think about and it could happen versus just, eh, it, it might happen. I threw a penny in a well. It's good. <laughs> Did it come true? Well, I don't know. If we sign Aaron Rodgers, I'll tell you. Ooh. Oh, there you go. Uh, now we won't just because you gave your wish away. Yeah, exactly. Let's keep moving on. Hacking through life. Useful life hacks. Good job. This one, uh, when you're freaking out, need to relax. Example, when a Cairo is about to crack your neck or anything along those lines, wiggle your toes. Apparently, your brain can't do both, freaking out and wiggling toes, tensing up and wiggling toes, etc. Um, never tried it before? Hey, maybe I'll get no, it. No, I never have either. That's cool. Yeah. I was thinking, I, I went indoor skydiving the other day, and when you said relax, I was just thinking the hand signal. Relax. Oh, I was thinking uh, breakdance fight. Hansel, he's so hot right now. Relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Hacking through life. Useful life hacks. Good job. This one almost just happened to me. If you start coughing while eating or drinking, essentially the went down the wrong pipe, immediately lift both your arms up in the air and keep them held up for a few seconds. The act opens your airways and will allow you to catch your breath. Also helps food and drink travel downward. Again, had no idea. I'll give it a try next time. Yeah, let's try that. 
And then finally, hacking through life, useful life hacks. This one, um, again, never would have thought about it, but worth a try. If you ever get a splinter below the surface of your skin, wrap a banana, banana peel around it, wet side against your skin. It will draw the splinter out most of the time. I don't know how it freaking works. Maybe banana voodoo. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's worth giving it a shot. Weird. Yeah. And I hate splinters. You know, it's uh, trying to dig oh, them out. and They're a pain in the ass. Yep. Them and slivers. Ooh, yeah. But, uh, you know what? Might be worth a try. So just keep banana peel in mind. Well, folks, that does it for this segment, Hacking Through Life. When we come back, we're headed into the final segment of the show. That means it's time for this day in history. You won't want to miss it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. It's the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Thankfully, you know, it was a little bit rusty, but after 11 days, you know, we, we made it through. Yeah. We're finding our feet again. It's the way it goes. It now, was rusty and it's snowing. Oh, no. Not here. Yeah. <laughs> no, not for you. Well, folks, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Goddamn right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, folks, while you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. And download the app. Watch yeah. us. Watch us. Well, folks. Watch us. As we like to do, sharing is caring. And uh, we like to drop a little knowledge. Hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for this day in history. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's this day in history with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, uh, kicking off this day in history, uh, this day in 1068, Hi Diddly Ho neighbor, Matilda of Flanders, wife of William the Conqueror, is crowned Queen of England in Westminster Abbey, London. I'm the King of England and the Duke of Normandy, William the Conqueror. I'm gonna, I diddly high. I'm going to do that with my beard and, and spike it out into two separate. Yeah, <laughs> that thing's, thing's pretty badass. Yeah. And he looks like he's uh, the King of uh, King of Spades, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's an yeah. artist rendition anyway. All right, moving on this day in 1502, Christopher Columbus begins his fourth and last trip to the Indies. And uh, obviously, his holiday has become highly controversial over uh, recent years. But, you know, it's hard to dispute uh, what he did as far as bringing Western civilization to where we're at right now. So, uh, you know, take it as you will. Yes, he was a murderer. But at the same time, uh, you know, he, he, he made progress. Not saying that those are mutually exclusive. Right, right. <laughs> Moving on, this day in 1800, French naturalist Jean-Baptiste. 
Baptiste Lamarck gives a lecture first outlining his theories of evolution at the Museum National de Histoire in Paris, France. And I'm sure in the 1800s, even mentioning evolution uh, would be enough to get you hung by the church. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep. Moving on this day in 1812, British Prime Minister Spencer Percival is assassinated by John Bellingham in the lobby of the House Commons, London. Fatality. Ironically, descendants of both later stand for the same seat in Parliament at the same time, but neither win. Jeez. No, don't shoot him. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to love these artist renditions, you know. It's... Yeah, it's good. The guy behind him is just like, is that his spirit leaping out of him from behind? Right? <laughs> yeah, always just random guy. Oh, no, he got shot. <laughs> the man in the top hat. Well, let's keep rolling on. This day in 1820, launch of the HMS Beagle. <laughs> The ship that would later take a young Charles Darwin on his famous scientific voyage. Yes, we often joke that uh, what we picture is him riding Clifford the Big Red Dog. HMS Beagle was actually a ship, though. The Regal Beagle! (laughs) Moving on this day in 1893, Henry de Grange establishes the world's first bicycle world record, traveling 21.95 miles in an hour. How that compares to bicycles nowadays, I would assume, is super-duper slow. But uh, you know what? Somebody had to be the first, right? Had to be. Like you said, glad it was them and not us. Yeah. Uh, Certainly no Lance Armstrong, but uh, you know what? Good on you in 1893. I wonder if that was one of those bicycles where it was the big wheel in the front and then the tiny wheel in the back. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) it's going fast! Watch this cool bunny hop. (laughs) Check out my wheelie. (laughs) Let's roll on this day in 1900. James J. Jeffries knocks out James J. Corbett in 23 for the heavyweight boxing title. Apparently, uh, James J. was a a very common name back then. Yeah, James J. versus James J. Jeffries versus Corbett. Down goes Corbett for the new heavyweight champion, J.J.J. Jeffries. J. Jonah Jameson Jeffries. All right. uh, Moving on this day in 1904, Andrew Carnegie donates $1.5 million to build a peace palace. I don't know if I've ever seen that come to uh, fruition, but $1.5 million in 1904 was a ton of money. I wonder what that uh, conversion is. You you wasted your money, buddy, because the peace palace doesn't exist. No, no. Maybe it turned into a Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall, but uh, I doubt that because they probably would have mentioned it here. Yeah. Let's keep rolling on. This date in 1924. Oh, this one is close to my heart. Daimler, Motorin, Geschoft, and Benz and C begin their uh, first joint venture, later merge into Mercedes-Benz. Oh, nice. And uh, obviously, for those who don't know, uh, Mercedes... Gottlieb Daimler invented, boy, words are hard today, the very first automobile. And so uh, it is Mercedes-Benz that we have to thank for most everything related to the automobile, including uh, headlights and uh, windshield wipers and seat belts and airbags. They all patented those first. And the nice thing is they uh, only charge a $1 fee to other car manufacturers for any patent that's safety-related so that everybody can utilize it. No, that's awesome. 
the things you learn. All right, this day in 1942, William Faulkner's collection of short stories. Falkland Islands. Go Down Moses is published. Uh, Tony, what is your favorite William Faulkner short story? Uh, the Adventures of Tony and Dennis Faulkner. <laughs> Ooh, I two kids that. I went <laughs> two kids I went to Eagle Valley and Carson Hyde with. Ah, yeah. so it's uh, autobiographical in some Faulkner. <laughs> Let's roll on this day in 1956. Elvis Presley's first entry on the UK charts with Heartbreak Hotel. We got a Heartbreak Hotel. We're on the UK charts. We're taking on them Beatle kids. That's, that's right. Honka Honka Burning Love didn't quite make the charts, but Heartbreak Hotel. That's right. I'm fixing it's going to be a hit. And back in those days, not quite 1956, but uh, later 50s, early 60s, it was either Pres, you know, Elvis or uh, the Beatles. You know, fans were f- people were fans of one or the other, rarely both. But uh, I'm I'm more of a Beatle guy myself. Yeah. All right. You weren't sh- you weren't pelvis Elvis. <laughs> exactly. Tony, you asked for the soundbite last time we did something along these lines, so uh, let's try it. This day in 1959, Yankee catcher Yogi Berra's errorless streak of 148 games ends. Boy, that got really loud and long. So. <laughs> Maybe I'll turn that one down for the next time we do it. <laughs> Rolling on, this day in 1965, Ellis Island is added to the Statue of Liberty National Monument. Boy, I'm struggling with words, but uh, uh, were they originally a part? I know Ellis Island is where all of the immigrants, uh, you know, sort of sifted into uh, in the early 1900s. But, uh, you know, I don't remember them being that close together during that time. No, I don't remember. But I know, like, if you want to go to the Statue of Liberty, you have to go to that, uh, to Ellis Island over there. I, when I was in New York, we just, we rode a boat and I saw it, but we didn't go over there. Gotcha. Okay. Moving on this day, 1969, British comedy troupe Monty Python forms made up of Graham Chapman, John Cleese, Terry Gilliam, Eric Idle, Terry Jones, and Michael Palin. Probably one of the original sketch comedy troops that still makes me laugh today. Great movies came out of it. Funny actors, and especially if you enjoy that uh, British humor, um, it's well worth going back and watching some of the episodes of Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yeah, they have, they're legendary. Still holds up well today. Absolutely. And luckily, most of them are still alive with the exception of uh, really Graham Chapman. Yeesh. Let's move on. This day in 1972, John Lennon says his phone is tapped by the FBI on the Dick Cavett show, which I'm not surprised. They probably thought he was a communist. Yeah, they, um, that's right, Dick. Uh, they tapped my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Yoko, Yoko called me, but uh, uh, it's tapped by the FBI. <laughs> Here, here's something I would have loved to have witnessed. This day in 1977, Ted Turner, Ted Turner, boy, words are hard, manages an Atlanta Braves game. Could you imagine wow. him down on the field managing, telling people what to do? That's right. Yeah, billionaire Ted here. I say we're gonna we're gonna win this baseball game today. <laughs> we have some buy some burgers in the stand. It's gonna be great. Moving on, this day in 1981, Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical Cats, based on the poetry by T.S. Eliot, directed by Trevor Nunn, first premieres in the West End of London. Later moved, made into a terrible, terrible movie. Uh, just what released last year and awful cgi and unfinished oh, dude it wasn't even and... finished yeah like the human hands you could see it was 
I never saw it, and I have no desire to see it. So That's crazy. All right, and then finally, on this day in history, this day in 2015, record price for a work of art at an auction, Picasso's The Women of Algiers sells for $179.3 million at Christie's of New York. That's nuts, especially for a doodle by uh, Picasso. Not a big Picasso fan, if you can't figure that out. Dude, (laughs) 179.3? Jeez Louise. See, it blows my mind that people like that have so much money. They really do. Like, they could just do that. Like, eh, yeah, we could do that. Just like, whoa. (laughs) And before we leave you guys for the day, let's get into today's holidays. Where we talk about the things that we like to celebrate. Luckily, there's not many of them. Today is Eat What You Want Day. I can get behind that, including this next one. It is Hostess Cupcake Day. I'm on board. It is National Twilight Zone Day, which many of us feel we're living in. It is Sex Differences in Health Awareness Day. It is World Ego Awareness, so check that ego. Folks, that does it for our return back on this Tuesday. Join us here again, same bat time, same bat channel tomorrow for a Wednesday episode. Have a good Tuesday, everybody. Indubitably. Indubitably.